I've got CNET audio genius Ty Pendlebury here to talk about the Amazon Echo Studio and answer your questions. Stay tuned for your good daily charge. Welcome to the Daily Charge. It's Wednesday, November 6th. I'm Ben Fox Rubin. I'm Ty Pendlebury. And here are today's top stories. CNET's review for Amazon Echo Studio Speaker is out today. And here are some quick details to get you started. It's $200. It's really big right here. And it includes Dolby Atmos, which is apparently a thing. But Ty, is it any good? It's very good, actually. Uh, not surprisingly, I mean... Obviously, Amazon has been in the audio space for five years now. This is actually the fifth anniversary, pretty much, of the original Amazon Echo. So this is the fourth or fifth iteration of that speaker. We don't actually have the original Echo, but it's about, you know, about that tall. Yeah, yeah, a Pringles can. Yeah, so this is this looks like a subwoofer. It's huge. This does not look like a speaker you would sit on your kitchen cabinet or something. This, yeah. is, this is a hefty piece of equipment. Nice. Well- since we have it here, let's test it out. Okay. All right. I'm going now, to- No, it, it works terribly for me. I know, obviously, Amazon I wonder why. is in the Australian market, but it just does not understand me at all. So, Okay. So, should I say something? Go for it. All right. I We tested this out earlier. Alexa, play 3D music. The playlist. Here we go. Best of 3D music on Amazon Music. So what you should be hearing there, listeners, is uh, 3D audio just going everywhere. So what we'll, – we'll, we'll turn this – Alexa, stop. So what's happening here is this is the first Atmos and 3D audio speaker in a, in a single box. Atmos is a surround sound standard. Uh, the biggest thing about it is that it has a ceiling-mounted uh, audio capability. So what's in here – I don't know which camera I'm pointing to, but this here is a speaker. It's a it's a driver. It's got, uh, I think it's a two-inch there, two-inch there, two-inch there. So what it's doing is it's firing audio up and to the sides to make this 3D audio I remember sound. this. So when I was in Seattle when they first announced this, the demo room afterwards, they played me Rocket Man in a relatively small room, and they were like, oh, do you hear like the riffs like shooting up over <laughs> your head into the ceiling? And admittedly, I don't know that much about audio. That's why you're here. Right. But I was like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> but anyway, it did, it was from, from your review specifically, it really did filled the room. It was mm. a rather compact room. And for one small speaker, uh, it, it, it to me, well, one big speaker, mm. it, it really to me did seem to to do the job, which is, you know, kind of what your review specifically said, talking about the fact that it's that it's big, it's fun, it's loud. Mm. Maybe it's not as nuanced or as chill right. as the Sonos one, but right. at the same time, they seem to do a really good job with what they were trying to get at, which was big sound. Right. And I do wonder who would be buying this and where they would be putting it. Mm -hmm. So I'd be very interested. It goes on sale tomorrow, $200, and it's, I think it's £189 in the UK. Uh, I think Australia's launch is a bit later. But what would people be, bu be buying this for? The idea is, you know, it's got 3D audio, it's got Dolby Atmos, but you can only get Atmos in if you have a Fire TV Stick 4K or the Fire TV Cube. So you need an actual dongle on your TV to get Dolby Atmos to come through this. So, but that also means is that you can hook this up to your TV 
and it acts as a sound boss. So that's do that's you want to get it with the sub too, or is it already pretty bassy or uh, whatever? It's not that great. I mean, the thing is, once the bass activates. Um, there's a balancing act. When you're in a compact speaker like this, what they usually do is they, they kind of can the bass a little bit so it doesn't distort. So when there's a lot of other stuff going on, the bass kind of drops out a little bit. So if you had the sub, you'd still get that full bass. Which experience. is interesting that you mentioned that because this is already a giant honking speaker. <laughs> and then the sub is also a slightly yeah, smaller a version big, of no, this. It's bigger. It's even bigger? It's even bigger, So yeah. you've got to find somewhere to put this stuff. Right. So... Because it's such an awkward shape, you wouldn't put it underneath your TV. Mm. But the idea is you can pair this with another one. That becomes then 400 bucks, and put them on the sides of your TV and make it a surround sound system. Okay. Or something I mean, approximating the it. The price sounds good. Right. Sure. Uh, but then in that territory, there is a fantastic Vizio uh, SB51236. Ugh, the I'm name just, just making up rolls the model, off your- Making you know. up the model number. But essentially, it's a $450- Atmos soundbar, which will kick butt of this thing. Yeah. Because well, it's got dedicated uh, rear speakers. So speaking of which, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on wasn't just to talk about this specific speaker, but, you know, especially going into Black Friday, Cyber Monday, what are some of the best things that people should look at when they're thinking of getting a speaker or a soundbar? Obviously, smart speakers are where it's at, you know, having Alexa or which I think is better for me and people with accents is, is Google Assistant. Because you can talk to it, you can ask it for music, you can ask it to close the blinds, you can ask it to do a bunch of things. And obviously, this is the you know preeminent model at the moment. So the Sonos One is more fun. It's also more compact and can sit on your bench or whatever. And it also includes two different kinds of right. smart so you, assistants. And you can use your phone to control it. This is only voice. Hmm. Um, you can't use Spotify or you know Apple AirPlay or anything like that. You have to use your voice, which limits this a lot. Uh, but there's a bunch of different soundbars, speakers that all have voice activation. Obviously, you know, the sky's the limit. You can spend a hundred bucks, you can spend a hundred thousand dollars, but you know, spending more doesn't always mean that you're going to get a better experience. You're just going to get a different one. So, so I think it's about working out your budget and working out what you want to do with it and then, you know, take it from there. Let's talk really quickly also about what your favorite like budget soundbars are. I feel like this is like a perennial thing that I ask you about right. that I haven't quite yet purchased. So I, I need my, my role of uh, particularly Vizio uh, soundbar names. It's all basically the width and then five one two and I, so I, I didn't come with those prepared. <laughs> okay, you basically but look for Vizio. Right, yeah, Vizio make great uh, budget soundbars. There's a $100 model, which is just a skinny bar. kind of looks like a Toblerone or something out of Blade Runner. It's got like a, this sort of hexagonal honeycomb thing is going on. Sounds delicious. There, it is. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> and there's another one that's uh, – it's – their $130 soundbar and subwoofer. Um, and that's basically all you need. Nice. Um, it, I haven't he put this head to head against any soundbars yet, but I'm pretty sure that anything that goes out wide, um, and has a dedicated subwoofer will sound pretty good. And there's lots of models. There's, uh, the, uh, YAS 209, which is a Yamaha soundbar. That's a little bit more expensive. That's about 350 bucks. Should work on the names of these things. Yeah. I mean, they're not, you know, at least Sonos goes, okay, it's the one or it's the connect or it's just got a, a catchy name. Whereas some of these other, you know, companies could do with a bit more marketing, I guess. Yeah, sure. So yeah, it, it depends on what you want to 
spend. But something like the HomePod, which is a little bit smaller than this, the Apple HomePod, I you know you you probably have more of an idea about how that's selling at the moment because I don't I think they're way down. You know, in the, in the, the smart speaker market, yeah. they're they're like five percent of the smart speaker right. market, which is still Amazon okay is, because these guys yeah. have like 70 percent, correct? Yeah, and then it's Google Assistant, and then Cortana probably has point one percent. Yeah, not really. So, <laughs> right for the daily charge, I'm Ben Fox Rubin. I'm Ty Pendleberry. Thanks for joining us. Can't get enough. Check out The Daily Supercharge, our extended post show with special features, audience Q&A, and in-depth reviews. Available now wherever you get your podcasts.